On with the show. Everybody, it's another episode of the often imitated, quite often duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. So, of course, one half your dynamic duel of the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerdette, what the fuck is that How supposed to mean? I'm just throwing out something different to keep you on your toes. What's going on? It's Monday and we're here to start the week with another podcast for that ass, people. I haven't said that in a while, but I'm feeling extra feisty today. How the I'm hell are you good. doing? Oh, no, I'm not feeling good. I would never say that again. I feel I, I feel okay. I feel feisty. It's it's a Monday. We had a really good weekend. It uh, went a little bit too fast for my liking, but the time off from work really energized me. And I'm actually ready to tackle this week. So I think it's going to be a good one. We're going to make it to Friday. So the promise has already been made nice and early, but things can always go wrong, and they often do. How was your weekend? Fine. Yeah. What did I you do? I had to deal with your stupid-ass singing. Dude, well, that's that's about it. You bitch and complain about me singing, and yeah. all you did yesterday was fucking sing your ass mm-hmm. off. I did all day for no reason, I making did. up songs and stupid shit. Like I don't understand. I had a really good song that I burst out singing in the car on the way home from Walmart. Just I just don't understand sometimes. Other than that, what you been doing? All right, nothing. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Outer Banks now. I caught up on everything mm-hmm. and now I'm watching uh, Outer Banks which I'll be done really quick there's only three seasons and they're small seasons that sucks yeah ten episodes yes I like those that show I hate you, those Tony that show you got it right ten episodes short seasons it's short over episodes. so quick I know I love it so I'm on season three now which means I'm almost done well, let me ask you. Let me ask you. But while I have this thought fresh in my mind, would you rather have what you're watching now, something that you like that ends too soon, or something that drags too fucking long, like a Walking Dead, a Grey's Anatomy, that just doesn't know how to end, and you start to hate it? What I'm watching now. Me too. I fucking hate Grey's Anatomy, and it was picked mm-hmm. up again for a twentieth season for fucking just, twenty years. That bullshit has been on. I don't know, I don't know what to say anymore. It was picked up over the weekend. I'm like, I saw that when I on my little website. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't understand. It's it's a soap opera at this point that just I mean, doesn't die. What so, the fuck with that show? The only thing different is people stay dead on that show. They don't come back, unfortunately. So, yeah. whatever. Twenty fucking years that mm-hmm. show has been on. Oh my goodness. What else you been up to? That's it. Is that the only thing you watch? Just that one show? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I well, you are slacking. Well, no, I had I had shows to catch up on. I had to finish. Um, Will Trent had to catch up on that. Had to what catch up Will Trent, which is like a detective show, basically. Will Trent. That sounds like Will. A oh, Will. Oh, Trent. Oh, okay. Um, and then I caught up on the company you keep. Like I had stuff stuff to catch up on, and then once that was over, and I had nothing, I, yeah. I went to Outer Banks, which was good. I'm glad yeah. it was told to I me mean, to. Good. Watch. Yeah, I'm glad. that's good. I'm glad you've been, you've been keeping yourself busy. It reminds me a lot of the Goonies, though. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. Is it, it. annoying kids uh, in the movie? I don't I don't think whatever? they're annoying, although they do get their asses kicked quite a bit. Well, they're kids. Uh, that's what I want. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's good. 
I said something really fucked up while watching movies the other day. And I and, and I don't know if it's fucked up, so I'm, I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to my uh, BFF about kids in movies. I said, why, like, why don't kids ever die in movies? Like, I want to see them die in movies. Because it does add realism. Because there's, there's a certain trope in movies. The woman is always going to survive and win. The kids are always going to be safe. Because, understandably, people get upset if you see children die in movies, if you see animals die in movies. But I want to see a movie, just, just one, where they just say, fuck it, let's just do, like, a really crazy killer who doesn't give a fuck what he does, right? Like, a, like Nightmare on Elm Street was, was harmless, and he killed children, right? Teenagers and shit. Teenagers? Yeah, like... Well, he didn't I mean, go around killing, like, seven and eight-year-olds. Like, every ghost movie that I watch, and and I'll get more into the, the movie that I saw, I, I knew how it was going to end before it even started. And I guess it does sound horrible if I don't preface it first. So I'll let you finish what you're watching, and then I'll get back to my thought. Oh, you're done? Okay. Yeah. So first, let, let me just get this all the way. So this movie called Lullaby was one that I was really looking forward to watching because it was made by the same people that made Annabelle and those other horror movies that I fucking love. But the problem is, is that these movies all fall into the same trap. If you have a monster going after a child, you know the child's going to be fine and they're going to beat the monster in the end. I just want to see a movie where the fucking monster wins. Can I just see the child get, like, absorbed or eaten or possessed or something happen to the child? The parents have to deal with it, and then they beat the monster. So it's like there's retribution, but there's also pain and agony as well. I mean, it's it, it just like, give me something different. It's always the same thing. If there's a girl who's, like, really shy and, and like, beaten down and, like, an outcast, immediately you're like, that's going to be the girl that fucking beats the bad guy and wins. And nine times out of ten, you're right. If you see a child who's the fucking... Uh, victim or something, you know they're going to win. And I don't have anything... I fucking love children, obviously. In real life, I, I mean, what, what do I talk about every fucking episode? Leave the kids the fuck alone. But in a movie about fantasy, can we have horrible shit happen in movies? It's fantasy, so it's okay to watch it because it happens in real life, so why can't we have it reflected in movies too? Not every movie. Like, I don't want to see gore fest, but I would like to see something different once in a while. Like, let well, the bad guy games that killed it. each other... Well, then maybe I would like that. I, I, I just want something different. Every horror movie I ever watched, the woman always wins. The child's the, like the children are always the ones that they're going after, but they never get them. So it's always a happy ending. Can I just get a different kind of movie? If anyone knows any horror movies out there that give you something different, please let me know. Because I am taking recommendations again. Because there's a certain special someone out there who I'll save to the very end. <laughs> who fucking brought back my my uh, humanity, I guess, when it comes to... to, to you know, accepting suggestions. But the, the movie uh, Lullaby is basically about this baby uh, who was probably had the worst parents of all fucking time. These parents, like, ordered some book that they that they got, like, UPS or some shit. And then they're, they're, like, reading from this book, and it's in a different language that no one can decipher what the hell it is. And, of course, it's some horrible, demonic thing that they say to this baby that places a curse on it. All sorts of weird shit happens. The movie was okay, typical you know, horror movie, no surprises. I mean, I already told you why the fuck I didn't really care for it too much. But there's one main reason why I fucking hated this movie. Because it was about a baby. But there's so much fucking crying in this movie, it detracts from anything. I'm the kind of person that can't hear the same sound over and over again, otherwise it starts to irritate me, like a dog barking. It's okay for the first, like, minute. But then after that, if it's incessant, I start going fucking slowly insane. This baby cried for the first 15 minutes of the movie. It's nothing but baby crying. 
if this movie was an hour and 20-something minutes, I would say a good 45 to 50 minutes of it was nothing but a baby's fucking cry. And it was just, I'm like, just shut the fuck up already. Every room this one woman was walking into, you hear the baby crying, it got louder and louder. Don't watch this fucking movie unless, like, if you got sensitive hearing like me or just get irritated really easy, I would not watch this movie. You can tell this was one of those ones that's like, okay, well, this was made by the person who had something to do with this movie. Because they're trying to ride off of fame from a good movie because they knew this wasn't a very good movie, so they had to kind of attach their uh, marketing on something. Wasn't a big fan of that one. It was okay. Did watch Winnie the Pooh, that Winnie the Pooh movie, Blood and Honey or whatever the hell it's called. Mm -hmm. It was exactly what you'd expect it to be. It was, uh, I don't know, it, it wasn't bad. It looked like it was made on, like, my paycheck as, like, a budget. It was very low budget, people. It was fucking shitty. It was, like, out in the woods in some cabin, and that was, like, the main scene. But the movie itself was pretty good. I'm not going to, like, really dish on it, except for the outfit for Winnie the Pooh and Piglet were really fucking shitty. Like, it looked like a person wearing a mask, and it didn't look really authentic. And, like, half the movie, we're trying to figure out, is that a mask? Is that a human being wearing a fucking creepy mask, or is it a creature? And I, and I think it's a creature. I don't really know. I mean, the thing's got superhuman powers and abilities. It's like Jason Voorhees. Wearing a Winnie the Pooh mask is basically what this fucking thing is. And Piglet looks horrific. I, I thought Piglet should have been the main bad guy. He looked fucking horrible and scary. Basically just a generic run-of-the-mill slasher film. If you like Friday the 13th and you know anything about Winnie the Pooh, you would probably like this movie. It was just a generic slasher. Um, not really anything to write home about. Some of the dumbest characters I've ever seen in a movie... There's this one scene where this girl's, like, in a hot tub, and she thinks she's, like, some hot Instagram chick. So she's taking pictures with, like, champagne in her hand and posting them on her phone. And it's nighttime, and all the people she's with at this cabin are, like, nowhere to be found. She's in this hot tub just trying to be hot, and she's fucking disgusting. I, I don't know where they found this bitch. But, um... You said it's a little bunch of people. Yeah, they, they found... I mean, random people, oof, man. Man, <laughs> you were like, you're the prettiest of the fucking bunch. It's like you're the world's uh, tallest dwarf, so you could be our center. I don't know, um... But yeah, she uh, was taking pictures of her. She was looking at her phone at the pictures. And she sees the Winnie the Pooh monster in there hiding behind a tree looking at her. So what does this genius do? Closes her phone and says, oh well. And gets back in the fucking hot tub and closes her eyes. I don't know. (laughs) So I'm looking at you like, please explain this to me. I know you didn't see it, but explain it. But overall, I would give that one a pretty decent one here. And just a couple quick hits here. I saw this movie Cocaine Bear that everyone was talking about. Oh, how was that? Nothing special. It did, it didn't look like anything it special. It wasn't funny so to me. It. I was pretty okay. high when I watched it. I, I, just, I didn't see anything special. It had moments that were like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene where there's like a shootout happening. And these people are all horrified of this bear. They know this bear is killing everybody. It comes up to them in a scene where two men have guns pointed at each other. You would think they would turn those guns toward this bear and end the movie right there. But no, they, they, they have no problem shooting at each other. But this bear shows up and no one knows how to use their gun. They're just holding it. It's a fucking, it's like a fucking, like a laser pointer. It, it might as well just be that because they're not doing it. I know it's a comedy, but I think too much, man. I, I have to break shit down to like, why the fuck do they need to shoot the fucking bear? The bear scares the shit everybody and leaves and then they start shooting at each other again. Like, you fucking morons, man. I get who this was made for. This was made for like the Harold and Kumar type people. Oh, those were good movies, though. They were good. This one wasn't. I'm okay. sorry. This one wasn't. I liked it. This one wasn't. I didn't more. care. Uh, what else did I fucking add? There, there was some good shit. Oh, Night School, that Kevin Hart movie. Yeah. Eh, it's Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart. I mean, if you if, if you like whatever... <laughs> I, the, I like that character, though. Yeah, I if like you like that. that character, you like whatever the fuck <laughs> Kevin Hart does, you would love this movie. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. 
<laughs> All right, now you're laughing. The, there was a movie that you kept. I, I don't yes, know. Okay, that, that's the next I, one. And I didn't write it down, so mm. you're gonna have to tell me again. But that's the one that you would not shut the fuck up about. So Listen, I'm gonna have to watch it. The funniest movie I have ever seen, and 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 I and I slept on this. This isn't a knee jerk reaction. Within the first 20 minutes of this movie, I took a quick break to go run and get a drink. And I'm wiping tears, and I'm, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this fucking movie, and I told you what the name of it was called. It was called Jexy, J-E-X-I. I'm like, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen, and it's only 20 minutes in. I hope it doesn't suck the rest of the way. It didn't. Every fucking scene in this damn movie was funny to me. It's about this universe where like people are obsessed with their phones, so it might as well just be a fucking, you know, right now movie. And... uh this guy breaks his phone and he goes to upgrade it. And Wanda Sykes is the salesperson. And fucking, She's dude. Funny. She has probably the single greatest fucking monologue I've ever seen in a movie. Just fucking destroys this guy. Just dresses him down and makes fun of him so much. I was, I was like fucking, I, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Gives him this phone and he downloads some software update. And you know how in the beginning they're like, oh, you have to accept the terms and conditions. He doesn't read them and he goes, yeah, just accept them all. The AI is basically insulting him throughout this entire movie, and it is fucking amazing. It is the funniest movie. It was very smart, very well written. I can't say enough. There was nothing bad about this movie at all. It was it was fucking hilarious, and it's just I mean shit. I I, I wouldn't have to be high to like this movie. That's how good it was. I'll probably end up watching it again. What's it called again? Jexy J E X I. The okay. funniest movie. It was so good, I even asked my BFF to let me know uh, their thoughts on the movie. Uh, she said, a pick-me-up movie for those who can't put their fucking phones down. A hilarious but cautionary tale of how humans are so disconnected from each other, they'll eventually end up fucking their phones. You have to see the movie to get that last line. There's a scene, you know how you plug your phone in at night? Yeah. There's a scene, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's fucking hilarious. you got to watch this movie, people. Funniest movie I've ever fucking seen, by far. And that was the second best movie I've seen of, of the weekend. And and that was my number one. Until somehow until what? Until, until what happened? Listen, I was I was about to go to bed. I I was very tired. I was gonna take a nap. My eyes were just about to shut and then the house started trembling. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I run out in the living room and your titties are just doing some weird fucking thing. They're tingling and they're like shaking the house. I'm like, what's going on? You're like, Sherry wanted me to tell you something. <laughs> So I'm like, holy fuck, can't you guys, you know, sync up quieter? And you're telling me that there's this movie that, that her and her husband were watching. And you can take over and let me, and you can fill, fill, us, fill us all in here and how this all transpired. I don't know, she just texted me that she was yeah. watching a movie. She's like, I think Nerd would really like this. I'm like, what is it? She goes, it's a, it's a Western. It's got these people in it. And this was yesterday. So I can't tell you what the fucking name of the movie was yeah. or who was in it. But So I ended up telling you. Man... When you told me who was in it, I was like, ugh, I'm not going to watch this shit. Fucking Ethan Hawke and John Travolta. I'm like, fuck oh, those okay, two. Right. And I actually do like Ethan Hawke. I do. I, who I've was liked, he in? Because I don't know. I, he was in a Training Day movie, I believe. Uh, he, he's one of those guys. I can't think of many movies he was in, but I know when I see him, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to like this movie. Okay. So when you told me he was in, I'm like, ugh, I like him. But then John Travolta, I'm like expecting him to be like, hey, what's going on? The fucking ooh, ooh. This fucking fruitcake. Hey, look who's talking. I'm John Travolta. I don't fucking, I don't like that guy. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this movie. 
And then and I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking western. I'm like, I'm like, let me check this out. And the movie was called A Valley of Violence. Holy fuck, this was a good movie, man. <laughs> it was fucking good. Immediately, like the first like ten minutes, I'm sold because like they had the the the, the cowboy environment fucking nailed. For anyone that's ever played the Red Dead Redemption games, it, it it's like you're just fucking just on your horse and you're going down this a lot of nothing you see, and then you just see like a couple houses together, a nice fence, and it's just a little town, and like this guy just strolls into this town and he's got his dog with him. First thing out of my mouth was nothing better happen to this fucking dog because you fall in love with a dog very quick. It does something really cool, and you're like, oh, I fucking love this dog. But you know how a good Western movie has to give a reason for shit to go down. So, of course, something happens. This guy's just rambling from town to town. He finds one he kind of likes. Shit goes down. He comes back fucking John fucking Wicks this town. <laughs> Holy shit, man. This, this, this reminded me of Rambo, a little bit of Rambo, like a sprinkle of Rambo and a lot of John Wick. And a lot of fucking cowboy shit. And they nailed it. Like, it felt like a real cowboy movie. It really did. The acting was top-notch in it, I thought. Travolta was even really good in it. Was he, he? So he was a cowboy? Yeah, he was like a sheriff of this tiny little town that the guy stumbles upon. It was fucking good, man. It has everything a Western you would want. They even had, like, a soundtrack that would play when certain things were going on. And it, to me, it felt like an old-school Western. Yeah. It had that feel. And just, like, the way it was filmed... They did it like the old westerns were filmed, where they would do like one shot. They wouldn't say cut. It was like, okay, we're going to follow you. You're going to walk in this door. The camera's going to turn this way. Catch these people doing this. We're going to turn another way. And it was like in real time. It, it was filmed like the old school, you know, spaghetti westerns were were drawn up many years ago. Can't say any more good things about this. It was fucking perfect. It was the perfect cowboy movie. And man, I was fucking. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Uh, man, it, it was a really great fucking movie. Seriously, I can't thank Sherry enough for that. She restored my faith in people's choices for uh, selections. Can't say enough. And, and I've been on a cowboy kick for a while, but I was starting to fall out of it because I could. I've, I, I'm very obsessive. Would be a, a, a very um, you know a polite way to say it when it comes to content. If I find something I like, I need to absorb everything about it. As far as like movies, TV, comics, and stuff. So when I went down the uh, Western rabbit hole, I just that was like, well, like a month straight of just everything was, had to be Western biographies, everything. I was reading shit about uh, Westerns, rewatching movies and shit over and over again, and watching everything I could. I didn't know about this one, so thank you to Sherry and her uh, amazing rack for uh, pointing this in my direction. So would you rewatch it? I would. Yeah, that was a really good. See, I don't have a problem rewatching movies because yeah. that's a short. Beginning, middle, and end of my time. It's not like I've wasted time watching a movie over again. TV shows I'll never do. Never in a million years. If I was to, let's say, in some alternate universe, I'm like, let me give that piece of you shit have. Walking Dead a, a chance again. With Twilight Zone and Walking Dead, you've done Walking Dead like years and years and years One ago. One or two episodes you I would, would do. Yeah. Like the first season I would watch because it was good then. Back when it was good, yeah. Yeah. You would rewatch it. but. And I had a DVD somehow the first season. I don't know where the fuck it came from. It came from somewhere. But, um,. Is, well, Twilight Zone, I don't count Twilight Zone. They're all standalone episodes. They're like half-hour movies. They, they're, it's not yeah. a series. It's So I don't count that. But I would never watch an episodic TV show again. Like an episode here and there, Married with Children. But I won't sit there and say, I'm going to watch from season one all the way to the end. Because one doesn't really affect the other. So I don't count stuff like that. 
But that's pretty much it. That's I mean, I watched a couple other things, but not notable enough, like Bad Girls with Drew Barrymore, because I was on the Western kick. Watched that one right afterwards, because I don't, I don't remember seeing that one until I put it on. I'm like, okay, now I remember. Really good movie there. But otherwise, I mean, just a really uh, entertaining weekend for content. It didn't really do much else. Didn't play video games at all, because they're fucking boring to me now. So, I mean, <laughs> there ain't nothing else, so... What about you? Did you do anything else? Did you? When I was ranting about all these movies I was watching, you just sat there and watched a bunch of shitty television shows. It's not shitty. <laughs> it's good. It's keeping me entertained. I'm on the yeah. last season, and then I'll. I do have a show on backup. Mm-hmm. Um, the Night Agent, I think, and I believe Rabbit Hole, I think, started this week. Mm-hmm. Um. With Kiefer Sutherland, so I do have I do have stuff to watch after this, but yeah, I, I'm gonna finish. And this show was good. I'm glad I gave it a chance. Good. So. Well, I'm I'm very happy for you that you found some stuff. Now, the only thing because we don't watch any of the same stuff. No. But I will tell you when I know that there's something that I've seen that you would watch, and that and, and that Jexy movie. Okay. Watch it today, seriously, so you can talk I about it. I can't watch stuff. it. T- I I cannot watch it today until I'm done with Outer Banks. How many more episodes of that do you got left? Movie. Nine hours and ten minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm at the man. very end of the first episode of season three. I would absolutely kill to get your reaction to Jaxie because I mean, it, it was such a funny movie. It was the funniest movie I've ever seen, and it would have been number one if it wasn't for that cowboy movie. It was like great. It was great content. There was only one thing that we watched that didn't like, and I forgot what the hell it was. It just it, it was like a quick turnoff. But other than that, very good. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. March 27th, which is today, Celebrate Exchange Day, National Joe Day, National Scribble Day, uh, Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day, Viagra Day, and World Theater Day. Hmm. Viagra Day, yeah. Yeah. Not, uh... Not much for today. <laughs> That's a weird one. What do you celebrate at that point? I mean, you, you would think that that would be a day that no man would ever want to talk about. And all the women need to go hide. Pretty much. Um, March 28th is American Diabetes Association Alert Day. Uh, Barnum and Bailey Day. Children's Picture Book Day. Eat an Eskimo Pie Day. Mm. National Black Forest Cake Day. National Hot Tub Day. Respect Your Cat Day. Respect Your Cat? Respect your fucking cat day. Oh. <laughs> Some titties are going to be tingling. Uh, something on a stick day. Uh, and weed appreciation day. There you go. All right. I like it. I like it. So, those, well, uh, those are good. Now my job is done. That's it? That's, that's, that's it, man. Wow. Those are really good days. Oh, my God. I didn't watch anything. Uh, <laughs> wow. These are all these days a lot I to the table Although today. I will, I will say this. <clears throat> That the last couple days, like, it, and it happened a couple times, and I didn't write anything down. But yesterday, you, you actually caught yourself. So, and it ended up being becoming a big deal. So I wrote it down. What happened? What was this? I remember. We now. were having a conversation yesterday. Now this is oh. the sing song day where you were singing all day, and you were, of course, being. Idiot. Well, let me set this up because okay, you're going to leave out a very important part. I was about to say you were pounding on your <laughs> No, well, test. I came out and I was talking to you about something. It was something stupid I was talking to you about. And 
And no, I, I know I came out to get a drink, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" I forgot that we went to Walmart. It's like I lost a whole like three hour block of time. I, I I just didn't know what the hell I did. And then I and then yeah, that was just before this part was said. I, I know where you're going now. And I, you, I don't know. You came out for something, and then you you literally looked at me. You're like, "Do you think I'm getting too much high?" <laughs> too much high. <laughs> The worst fucking... Even a three-year-old would have corrected me on that sentence. Oh, my God. But that that is not the first time you worded a sentence so fucked up. I'm like... Yeah, just words. What is he trying to say? I, like, grabbed you by the arm and looked at you all sympathetic. Do you think I'm getting too high? (laughs) Understand me. I'm a fucking idiot. Do you think I'm getting too much high? Too much high. What the fuck? And I'm just like, no, you're <laughs> And then I just burst out laughing. I couldn't help myself. I'm like, that was the worst fucking sentence ever. And then the other day, what did you do? I think this that was Sunday. Yeah. And then Saturday. Or was this last week? Because I don't remember it's if I, we high. talked about it on the, the show or not. But uh, one of the nights, very recently, like, you were working... And like out of nowhere, I hear him yell "Help!" across the, across the house. Help! And then <laughs> bursting out laughing, and I'm like, "This yeah. motherfucker!" And then I can hear him talking on the phone because yeah. he's working yeah. through the wall, and I'm like, "He just yells <laughs> help for no reason." Dude, it goes right so back bad. to work. I don't get it, man. <laughs> I know why I'm doing it because I get fucking gas pains because I drink my Z- <laughs> fucking Zevius, and of course the fucking now, like, listen, this is, I get so paranoid. I'm a paranoid person without the pot. So my dad passed away young in his early 50s of a heart attack, and, and he was sick before then. He had multiple sclerosis, and it was just a bad, bad time for him. So I'm, so that's why I go overboard. I, I, I do the keto thing to the extreme. I watch my diet, to try to take care of myself. I hit the treadmill and do things like that because I want to be healthier. I stopped drinking. I quit smoking. Everything my dad did, I don't do. I don't smoke, don't drink, n- nothing. I just try to be better. So my biggest fear is I'm going to end up the same way through genetics or something. So I'm sitting here and I'm getting gas pains. And of course, they have to shoot up to my fucking heart. And every time I feel any like murmur or bubble or anything in there, I freak the fuck out when I'm (laughs) high. Because normally I just be like, oh, it's just fucking gas. But when you're high, you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I was freaking out. And then I laugh because it's like I know how absurd it is, but I can't stop feeling that way. So there you go. Well, normally I hear... Oh, yeah! Like out of nowhere. Oh, and I'm just like uh, rolling my eyes, whatever. Uh, it but up. that day I heard help, <laughs> I'm just like, followed oh. by laughter. <laughs> and then, how can I help you today? <laughs> really oh, fucked up, man. Life. I, I think we just need like a GoFundMe to yeah. just get you a life alert. Just just a life. Let, I have one on my wrist. I just never go. wear this fucking yeah, you thing. Just, you don't wear it. Well, the whole reason why you started wearing the watch because because uh, yeah was to stop the nonsense yeah. and you don't wear it. I, I don't I don't understand how to use this thing. <laughs> it's just kind of on. I don't even know if it's turned on right now. All right, but your your days of the week were short and sweet, and mm-hmm. I know who really loves it. And they also have something short and sweet, and it's also our sponsor of the show, Built Bar. They've got the short and sweet cookie dough bars. These are half the size of the normal bars for people that want a nice, quick, easy, delicious snack. The cookie dough bar is almost as good as the uh, brownie bites, but you know what? You can't win them all, people. This is number two on the list because I do love the cookie doughs. These cookie dough bars are absolutely amazing. They're very high in in, in proteins. Well, you get more than one in a box. You get more than one in a box. There's cookie doughs in the box. (laughs) 
These things are absolutely delicious, especially when you're high like I am, man. I mean, just looking at this thing. I just want to take a big bite out of my iPad when I'm looking at these pictures. you got to go to Built.com and check for yourself. Use your code BOMSHOW to save 20% and get free shipping on any and all orders. Please make sure, because you can put notes on these, say thank you for sponsoring the Voices of Misery because Nerdette loves you just as much as you love her segment. There you go. Oh, God. Is that the end of the show, or are we still going? Is that the end? <laughs> so stupid. Well, today's March 27th, which is a very special day for someone out there. And uh, thankfully for them, they don't have to sit alone like they were planning on doing on their birthday. Because we're here, and Florida Man is as well, with a special present. <clears throat> this Florida Man hit his mother, then stuffed dumplings in her mouth for refusing to dress his mannequin. Remember this one? Yes. Yeah. Boynton Beach. A Florida man's accused of attacking his mother after she after she refused to dress his mannequin on Monday night. Mikhail Dankner, 40, was arrested on charges of aggravated battery on a victim over 65 years old and domestic battery by strangulation. Uh, the woman reportedly called police after uh, Dankner's 65-year-old mother ran to her house with blood on her face and Dankner in pursuit. According to an affidavit obtained by WPLG, Dankner and his mother were in their backyard when he asked her to dress his mannequin. After she refused to do so, Dankner reportedly stood in the doorway to prevent his mother from going inside the home. <laughs> this is a great one for you, isn't it? You love this mannequin shit. Deputy said Dankner's mother pushed his mannequin to the ground and ran inside. He then retaliated by following her into the kitchen and pushing her to the floor, according to the affidavit. Dankner then picked up a small stool and struck his mother several times in the head with it. According to the affidavit, Dankner then grabbed small dumplings made for dinner and started to shove them in her mouth. So he was even combative with police before he was placed under arrest. What a piece of shit. His mother had to get stitches on her head and she was quickly taken to the hospital. What do you think about this whole situation? I don't like dumplings. Yeah, me neither. I'm not, I'm not a big I'm dumpling a, guy. Yeah, no, me neither. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not. Well, uh, as far as attacking your mother over not dressing your mannequin... I mean, that's, that's weird. They shouldn't have taken him to jail. They should have taken him right to the motherfucking uh, insane asylum where he belongs. Because it's empty right now. Because they left him out into the streets, if you haven't already fucking could tell. You ready to get some topics? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to get too nasty here. And I'm trying to and I'm trying to take what you said under consideration. Because last episode you said I was getting a little too worked up. So last I thought, episode. It's every fucking episode. Well, you said I was getting too it, worked no, up. This, I'm, I'm trying to be happy now. Thing. You want to bring that, that's fine. Because I know mm-hmm. people like to hear you rant. Mm-hmm. Do it right before the asshole story. Because there's no way for me to go from your, like, one million percent pissed off anger. <laughs> and then, oh, well, Burger King, by the way, is selling a chicken sandwich. That doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. I can't, I can't. Well, listen. Our friend Shannon on, on Twitter, she hosts a radio show up in New York. She's a very nice lady. She uh, she sent in a store because she, she knows that you don't want... Any more angry. You don't want any more angry here. So this one is just a, a regular a regular old story where an Oregon woman has been sentenced to more than five years in prison after stealing from a department store and biting off the earlobe of the security guard who tried to stop her. Ashley Clark, 31-year-old, uh, was sentenced to Friday, oh, on Friday to 70 months in prison after pleading guilty to... Oh, it's almost six fucking years. After pleading guilty to second-degree assault... And first-degree robbery stemming from a shoplifting incident in 2022 where she bit the security guard. Uh, The guilty plea comes after Clark shoplifted over $800 worth of merchandise from a Nordstrom and to guard Oregon. As she exited the store without paying for the merchandise, LP, loss prevention, confronted her about the threat. 
Clark became or became very violent and physically resisted arrest and started arguing with the officer and began yelling obscene comments at them after they tried to recover the merchandise from her. So uh, attempts to reattach the fucking earlobe, dude. That, this is disgusting. I feel like I'm going to fucking puke. They tried to attach the bitch's earlobe <laughs> and it wouldn't attach. <laughs> they tried to stitch it back together. Oh, my God. Can you imagine your fucking earlobe getting torn off? Isn't that some, like, Evander Holyfield-type shit right there? Well, his was the top of the ear, wasn't it? No, his was the earlobe. They got was the, it? Yeah, the I remember there was a chunk missing. It was a... That's oh. disgusting. Yeah. And, and he fucking spit it out. Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> this fucking chick, she got pissed. $800. She was that desperate to steal $800. What the fuck? This, <clears throat> if you're stealing because you have no money and you need to eat or your kid needs diapers or formula... I'm okay with that. I, I, I am. I, I'm okay with that. I, I am. I mean, it, it's not good to steal, but if you need it, if it's a necessity. But if you're stealing $800 worth of shit from fucking, what is this bullshit store, Nordstrom? Isn't that like a designer clothes store? It's something like that. My one sister worked there. These Some people, high man. end type area. And this bitch is not suffering from poverty because if she was, she'd be stealing bread. <laughs> she, I mean, this is how fucking privileged these fucking idiots are. They go out and do dumb shit. People in third world countries. Well, maybe she plans on selling that stuff so she can get bread. No, that's not what you do. You, you just go steal a loaf of bread, and because at least you won't go to prison for a dollar. Yeah. At least the store might say, "Hey, listen." I mean, they might be cool, like my manager was when I was a kid, and I, I don't. I always tell the story. The guy paid for the girl's formula that she stole. My manager was really cool back way back when, because she needed it for her kid, so he paid for it and let her go without calling the cops. It was very nice. In situations like this, you deserve it. You deserve to have the book thrown at you because you're just stealing because you want to. And you're a fucking piece of shit. Like I was saying, though, people in third world countries will risk losing their fucking hand to steal food. Mm-hmm. That's how bad they need to steal. We don't have to. She's trying to steal $800 worth of shit. I have no respect for people like this. What, what do you got to add up to that? You used to be a bad teenager, weren't you? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. And who's yeah. something in? Oh, that was our friend Shannon in New York. Okay, well, her and I are a lot alike because I have an earlobe story. Let's hear it. Okay, so a man accused of barricading himself inside a bus on Monday reportedly bit off a part of a Las Vegas Metro officer's ear as police attempted to take him into custody. Alan McFarland, who's 29, faces several charges including battery, mistreatment of a police animal, and mayhem. I wonder what you had to do in order to get mayhem charged. Maybe. Like, yeah, what, like, what does that include? I don't know. It's probably noise. Um, I don't know, like a riot. It's maybe? just a weird. It's just a weird charge. I mean, you would think it's all mayhem. Um, on Monday, March twentieth, around six forty-five p.m., Metro Police received a call about a man refusing to exit the RTC bus near Durango Drive. The caller, a private security officer, said the man, later identified as McFarland, threatened to shoot and kill him and the bus driver. McFarlane also attempted to punch the driver. While on the bus, McFarlane allegedly threw rocks and a small trash can at the caller. Officers responded to take McFarlane off the bus. During his arrest, McFarlane allegedly kicked a police dog and threw a rock at the dog. He also punched several police officers and bit one officer on his ear, detaching his earlobe. (sighs) The officer was left permanently disfigured, police said. Officers did not recover the earlobe in an attempt to reattach it. Mm, sounds so familiar. they're just like, fuck this, fuck it. The rash of fucking earlobes. <laughs> what the fuck? 
In the same week, dude, in two different areas, people are just butting ears off. What the fuck, man? Officers were able to take McFarland, who at that point was covered in blood, into custody after they deployed a taser. McFarland reportedly became upset after he missed his stop, which was earlier on the route. So this is this all happened because he missed his freaking bus stop. Yeah. In all, police suspect uh, McFarland punched three officers and spit on three more. A booking photo of McFarland was not provided Thursday. He was due in court today. Uh, he was on probation on a second-degree arson charge from May of 2022. So he's a real winner. But yeah, he, he's out there in Vegas biting off earlobes too so and this that was a woman that you had in that story right yeah the perfect pair right there well i mean i don't know why you'd bite the ear i mean you think you'd bite him on the neck you cause like like i get that aorta vein or whatever the fuck is there that's the one that'll put him down right is that the one you want to go for Ew, no, just bite the you, ear, man. No, like, that's a useless part, though. If you're biting off the ear, you don't really need it unless you love to fucking wear earrings. Well, this guy's permanently disfigured, man. His ear is somewhere on the strip. He'll be all right. <laughs> He'll be all right. Let's used to... Fuck, I don't know, man. Uh, here we go. I got one here for you. So, guards at an Alabama jail intentionally blew freezing air into a man's cell until he became hypothermic and later died. Damn. I mean, I like to go to sleep with the room cold, but this might be a little extreme. And the nights before inmate Anthony Mitchell's death, <clears throat> guards at an Alabama jail intentionally blew frigid air into the cell of the 33-year-old, who later became hypothermic and died. According to an amended complaint filed Monday by Mitchell's mother and reviewed by Insider, correctional officers intentionally caused extremely cold air to blow through the roof vents of his cell in the Walker County Jail in the nights of January 25th and 26th. Uh, he was carried out of a cell on January 26th after being incarcerated for 14 days under hellish conditions. By the time he was transported to the local hospital, his internal body temperature was 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit. And spent staff over three hours in, uh, unsuccessfully trying to resuscitate him. He was then pronounced dead. Uh, dead. Uh, according to the Monday's filing, the outside temperature in the nights he was in cell was in the low 30s Fahrenheit. <laughs> Meaning if guards blew outside air... Into Mitchell's cell. It would have been frigid. You love you love people being tortured, don't you? You love it. Why do you love torture so much? Is there something wrong with you? Oh, God. So the lawsuit alleges that the cell in which Mitchell was held, BK-5, is known among staffers and inmates as the freezer because of guards' ability to subject inmates to frigid temperatures inside. The lawsuit alleges this would have been the coldest cell in the jail. What do you think about this kind of shit? I mean... I guess it depends what the fuck he was in there for. <laughs> what if he was in there for something really fucking bad? And it's like, who gives a shit about this guy's rights? Because if you willingly give your rights away by committing a crime, do you deserve humanity in your cell? Do you deserve humanity in prison? <laughs> How were they blowing the cold air into his, into his cell? They had straws. They were going... <laughs> <laughs> they probably turned up the temperature in that bitch. Oh, God. Well, maybe it was just someone new. Like, oh, okay. Doing okay. the job they didn't know. So it's, all right. <laughs> they okay. were blowing cold air. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they had paper Chinese fans were just fucking blowing it in there. Oh, really God. fucked up stuff. What do you think about this? 
That's horrible, man. When I first saw the title, I was like, you know what? They probably got like canned air. They're holding it upside down. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. like, how are they blowing the? Ca- I, that, I don't know. that makes sense. It was probably like a closed off cell, cell and they had like a, a vent in there. All right, so here's one for you. So just like the Peloton bike, Etsy, and Zoom before it, who I have a beef with, Croc saw its business boom during the early days of the coronavirus scam. The company's aesthetically questionable but easily slipped on clogs were the perfect footwear for Americans puttering around their homes, gardens, and kitchens during quarantine. I will say I had a pair of them that I wore for about seven, eight months probably. Yeah, me and Jenna still wear ours. Oh, I no, like ours them at are point. like disgusting at this point because we've had them for a couple of years, but yeah. we need new ones. Yeah, you guys need to probably just get over the fed, but I mean, they fuck were, you, they're quick and easy. We leave the are. house, you slip your feet in, and out you go. Like, I bought everybody's shoes, like nice looking shoes that you can literally do the same thing with. So I don't know why you guys don't wear those because they just don't fit your feet right. You know, you just like to embarrass me. <laughs> I think you do. You like just t- trying to dress me up. You guys, this is like... Well, you I just, literally, literally said this week, and people would be like, oh, yeah. here we go. It's They already know it's fucking coming, because you do it every fucking fall <laughs> and every fucking spring. Yeah. You need new clothes, is what mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah. Every fucking spring and fall, I hear, I need new clothes. Like, what the fuck is wrong with my goddamn clothes? There's nothing wrong with my clothes. I'm completely fine. I'm not complaining about my clothes at all. It's you constantly wanting me to go get new stuff. Yeah. I don't know... My clothes are Walmart clothes. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not going to come out looking like I'm fucking shopping at Macy's or something. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Uh, all right, so... Uh, you just don't like my Crocs, yeah. my unicorn pants, and my fucking... And stop dying on me. <laughs> you just don't like my clothes. That's all. My yeah. That's fine. So they're not the most appealing things to look at, said this man with the last name Naduga. He didn't want to give his first name. No, well, they're comfy. Yeah. Uh, he's 25 years old and has no sense of style. But they offer a support to his flat feet and can be worn whether he's uh, working behind a standing desk at home, running errands, hiking on the weekends, or lifting weights. He basically says he rolls into the gym with his Crocs on and everything, and people ask, aren't you ever going to change those? And yeah. I say, no, that's how I'm going to live my life from now on. That's a fucking idiot. He looks like a in fucking a gym, tourist. That, that doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound so, safe. Yeah, the, I wouldn't wear Crocs to a gym. Although I wouldn't be caught dead in a gym. Yeah. But I would. Those are not the shoes I would wear to a gym. Do you take them off while you're doing your workout? Do you I, take them off ever? Even like you don't ever take yours off, really. Yes, I do. When I'm on the couch, do, and when I get off the couch, the Crocs are on. As we record the show right now, people, they are less than a centimeter from your feet. I looked underneath the table. Yes, they're right there. They're right there. I am sitting down. I have nothing on my feet right now, but as soon as I get up, they will be back on my feet. These are the ugliest things. I don't know why people wear they're these. They're ugly because they're tie-dye. Yeah. I need a solid color. But these were like a buck. There's a woman named Adriana Eleni. 60 fucking pairs. Okay, see, that's ridiculous. Although yeah. I would like a couple different pairs. I mean, they're cost-efficient, but they're an eyesore. They really are. They are the ugliest things ever. But they're comfortable. Maybe they can make them with less holes. Because people take their foot out and it's like, what the fuck happened to but your foot? you can foot? fill the holes. Well, yeah, that makes them even look dumber. You can put pins and stuff in them, which are super over... Uh, over whatever. They cost you well, too much. Well, that's the point. You sell the Crocs <clears throat> for five bucks. You sell the things to put well, on them for you ten. Can't, you can't... The, 
we got we got these Crocs when it was like end of summer or something like that. Yeah. So they were like super discount at Walmart, mind you. You go into this Croc store that we have up here, and holy shit, people pay like freaking 50, 60 bucks for a pair of fucking Crocs yeah. in the Croc store. And then they charge you like $15 for a freaking pin to put in the thing. Yeah, I like, know. And I only know that because... My friend from New York came down here, and of course, one of her kids wanted a fucking new pair of Crocs. Mm-hmm. So we had to go into that store. I just, I couldn't believe the freaking prices on that shit. Mm-hmm. No way in hell would I ever pay that much for a pin or a freaking pair of shoes. It just, it just would not happen. All right. Well, Sherry wanted me to let you know. Well, fuck. We're off the Crocs story? Yeah, because I don't want to talk about them anymore. Because I just wanted to throw that out there as an excuse to make you feel bad for wearing them. But obviously, it'll never work. It's not going to work. I will never get rid of Crocs. I'm always going to walk next to people in the supermarket that are wearing Crocs. I don't know why you guys do this to me, but let's move on. So, listen. So, let's get back to business here. Sherry wanted me to let you know that it's a good thing we got two female dogs. Because there's a certain Great Dane out there that just gave birth to 21 puppies in 27 hours. I saw that. That's a lot of fucking puppies, man. That's almost one an hour you're popping out. That's insane. What would you do with all those puppies? <sighs> Fucking, you'd have to sell them. How is that even possible? Sell them. You'd have to sell them. You, you can't keep them. I didn't think they can, they can do that much. But anyway, this happened in Pocahontas, Virginia. Surprised they weren't demanded to change their name yet. A Virginia woman says her dog was uh, recently a, a, a very blessed mom and gave birth to more than 20 puppies. Tanya dubs a two-year-old Great Dane named Namin. It's a very interesting name. She said Namin began the process of having 21 puppies last Wednesday. According to dubs, Namin gave birth to 21 pups in 27 hours. Unfortunately, two died shortly after birth, but she remains very much busy with the 19 others. Well, that's normal. How does she make all that milk? That's normal. I'm surprised that many survived, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a lot. Fuck, man. That, that is a that's lot. That's poor dog. Do you know how good that dog feels right now? Like, holy fuck, I could be a dog again. And if, that, and, and if that male dog who knocked her up starts coming over, it's like, motherfucker, don't you dare come near me again. <laughs> they better get that male dog fixed. Wow. Yeah, she better be like, don't you ever fucking come near me with that thing again, you son of a bitch. I just carried 21 of your fucking kids. <laughs> All of them were over a pound except for two. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> fucking it. The next day I weighed them, and everybody had gained anywhere from two to five ounces already. So that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, Naimin has a unique backstory. Last year, she was hit by a truck after getting out of the house. It injured her side and one of her eyes. After 16 grueling hours, she was found and treated for her wounds. So she does have a scar to, to, to show it, but obviously it didn't fuck up her uh, reproductive system because holy shit. Yeah. What, what would you do with that many dogs? Would you, you would probably want to keep them all, but you, you, I mean, you, you couldn't. I would I would cry my eyes out. You know how loud that would be. You have, you have to keep them for like two months at least. Yeah. Get all their shots, all mm. the all the things. I would, I would be like, oh my, it's just too much. Oh mm-hmm. my god, too much. She said she is going to sell them though. Uh, the the parents said she's going to sell them once they're weaned from their mother in a few weeks, and that the money from the first pup will go to the Tazewell Community Am- Animal Shelter. That's really. From the first pup, you have 20 fucking pups. The bitch also got bills to pay. <laughs> From like half the damn oh, pups, fuck man. That. No, fuck that. Why is she oh. going to go to an animal shelter? Like, she's like, bitch, you're lucky you're getting one. <laughs> I mean, you don't got to care for these fucks. She's, she's, they should be very grateful, whatever the fuck they get from this woman. Man. I don't know. It'd be kind of tough to give away those puppies, man, because 
I see it differently. That's why whenever those cats were, were fucking brought to the house and, and, and the girl was like, here, just pick one. I'm like, I, I can't just take one. you got to keep them all together, you know? So we ended up with three fucking cats. Someone's going to show up here. With one all their garbage. box full of fucking kittens. Yeah, fucking, let's do it. That's the only way you'll get me to get a cat in this house is if you physically show up and give me a sad backstory and, and, and I look at the thing and it takes a swipe at me like the cat did. <laughs> the one that I ended up being best friends with fucking took a swipe at me the first time we met. That story is because this girl came with three in the in the box. Yeah. I was supposed to pick the one out that I wanted, but I knew if I looked at them all, I wouldn't be able to say no and yeah. choose. <laughs> So the job was, you go and pick one out while I wait in the house. You go outside, come back with the fucking box with all the cats. Yep. So. Yep. I'm like, here you go. There's fucking three of them. They're all beautiful. <laughs> Cute as fuck. Well, Sherry wanted me to let you know something. Whoa. Is it another movie? We're in a time warp or something. This is man. fucked up. I don't know what's going on. I think you're lying to me. Sherry wanted me to let you know two tigers that were briefly on the loose on Sunday in Georgia... After a tornado touchdown and damaged enclosures at the Animal Rescue Safari Park had been recaptured. They got them. So we don't have to worry. Oh, man. They're Do not you, on their way here to our backyard. Are you fucking telling me I can sleep tonight finally? Is that what you're telling me? I can finally go to sleep? <laughs> These beautiful fucking tigers, man. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so the tigers escaped from Pine Mountain Animal Safari in Trope County after the park sustained extensive tornado damage. And several animal enclosures were breached. Several. Mm. The par- uh, that's what the park wrote on Facebook. Both tigers were recaptured by 10.45 a.m. after the park reported that the tigers were unaccounted for. What a fucking What those what people must have thought when they <laughs> What a fucking world, man. All the animals and all the enclosures, they go to the tiger one and there's two missing. There's going to be a lot more people <laughs> missing at least. Uh, what was the silver lining? Oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. So, no animals or employees were hurt during the incident. Uh, officials did not say where the tigers were located or if the animals had escaped the park's property. So, they have I don't know where the he- they ended up. Um, at least it didn't hurt anybody. I, I would love to see that, though, just driving yeah. down the street. And A beautiful tiger. I'm like, holy there. fuck, just mauling somebody. <laughs> Oh, so cute. Go get you some, man. Get you some of that shit. They were great. <laughs> oh, well, no further details on the escape were immediately available. The incident comes after officials reported that a tornado in the area damaged buildings, toppled trees, and power lines. Officials said there's also a report that Verizon cell service is interrupted. Of course, they um, suck. A lot of tornadoes this past weekend, man. Yeah. A lot of of fucking damage, like a lot of places. They're going safe up there, man. That's fucking wild. That's insane. And Mm -hmm. apparently we had like a watch or warning or something going on. uh, Weather. Last night or the night before. Of course, I had no idea. I was sleeping. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. It's going to come at night. That's fine. We're not even going to know. We're not going to be prepared because I have no idea. We're sleeping. Mm. Our house is going to be gone. We're going to wait. Fucking up in the air, floating around. These poor broom, people, like I, natural habitat. Those pictures where there's like nothing left standing. That's awful. It is, man. Like your life is ripped apart in a matter of seconds. A tornado yeah. can rip through this whole neighborhood in seconds, yeah. so quick, and just destroy everything in its path. They're strong, man. They really <laughs> are. So God bless everyone out there in the eye of that hurricane, man. Isn't that how the song goes? It's the eye of the hurricane. 
Isn't that how it goes? No, it's the tigers that were caught. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know how it is. Oh, geez, that's that, that's a good one. So thank you, Sherry, for letting me know that those fucking animals are <laughs> safe and sound. As long as their bellies are full of human limbs, then I'm okay with that because you just want them to go out and experience life They're and so how it should pretty. be for them, just eating shit. So listen to this one, man. I found the second most viral man in in, in America. Are viral? Is that how you describe it? What? Because I have viral? a lot of orgasms. I, I I'm a multi popper. I can go all day long. Okay, <laughs> this guy is number. This this guy's number two. I'm a multi popper. So disgusting. This guy's number two on the list of uh, of uh, most viral men or whatever the hell you want to call it, whatever oh. that word is. Because this guy's a serial sperm donor. Who fathered 550 children is now being sued for increasing incest risk. Did you fucking see this story? Is this the same family that was on that documentary where they all found each other on like 23andMe? Dude, I don't know because I don't pay attention to that shit. There was, the, there the, was the one Discovery Channel shows you watch. That used his own sperm for a shit ton of kids. And they were just the doctor? doing... Yeah, and oh, they were okay. doing 23andMe or whatever, and then they would get all these freaking results that they were related, mm. had all these sisters and brothers out there. That's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. But this guy, he uh, he fathered 550 of them. He's now being sued in accusations. Mm. Uh, his prolific donations increased the risk of accidental incest. And, and you got to think so. I mean, 550 well, yeah, people. You don't know. You have no idea. No fucking clue. Uh, the Netherlands Donor Kind Foundation was taking Jonathan Jacob Meyer to court to stop him from donating sperm and accuses him of lying about the number of children he has fathered. I didn't think you were privy to know that. If you're donating sperm, I, I didn't think you knew any of that. There's no connection. They take very basic details about your health and history, and you're off you go with your 10 bucks. But I think they have to ask you, have you donated here before or in this area? Oh. Well, you think they would, would have record of it. Because... But if it's done anonymously, mm. then I, I don't know, because I would think they would ask you if you've donated it in the area before, because if mm. you have 550 samples in one fucking area, mm. the chances of fucking incest happening is going to go through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. You would think so. But Dutch Sperm Clinic guidelines say donors should donate a maximum of 25 children or to 12 different women. So that, yeah, I guess that's see? the limit. Yeah, okay. To prevent inbreeding incest or psychological problems for donor children. Uh, yeah, so this is a civil case being bought with a Dutch mother of one of Mr. Meyer's children has been named only as Eva and had the child in 2018. If I had known he had already fathered more than 100 children, I never would have chosen him, she said. <coughs> so, yeah, man, this is pretty big news here. They're talking about this over there, and they're, they're, they're going to sue this guy. I mean, I don't know what the hell you can get from him. What, are you going to get back the money you, you you paid them to donate sperm? I don't know. Depends how much they're doing. Because apparently she chose him. I don't know if, like, he advertises this shit. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing particularly special about this dude. There's a picture of him. He doesn't look special. I don't know what the fuck they would uh, be. You. Uh, I don't know. It was weird. Maybe he lied on his paperwork saying, like, yeah. he went to... Some great school or something. He was super smart. Because they will pay big money for that. Like, some women will say, okay, I want someone who's artistic. I want someone yeah. who knows how to play music or some shit like that. I don't know I don't how know. any of that works. I want someone unvaccinated. Maybe, maybe that's why he's in high demand. He didn't get that stupid vaccine. <sighs> I'm saying my phone's going to start ringing soon, babe. I got I, I got one more here for you. Um, so this is going to be a fun one. 
It's not going to be a crazy one here. I, I, I couldn't resist when I saw this article because this is something people are going to want to know about. Because a lot of people like using memes online and, and, and what, GIFs, GIFs, uh, how the hell do you say it? Is it GIFs? I like to say GIFs. It's fucking GIF. People do say GIF. I don't know why. It's There's not an argument. GIF. GIF is with a J. Yeah. Like GIF peanut butter. Yeah, well. GIF is like gift. I, I like that, but still. J-I-F, or G-I-F, right? Mm-hmm. GIF. I, I hate that when people, someone says GIF. That it's, that's not what it is. I also I hate the word Celtic. Well, There's a lot of words I don't fucking like. Blame the NBA for that. <laughs> a lot of words freaking aggravate the shit out of me. I was watching something the other day, and I knew it would have pissed you off. <laughs> the guy goes on, he's like, look at all the Celtic gear this warrior's wearing. And I'm like, oh my fucking lord. <laughs> I started grinding my teeth and shit. The Boston Celtics. I mean, you can't call them the Boston Celtics. Well, you, well, you can. It, it, you it, can. It, it, it kind of sounds, sounds right. It doesn't sound wrong. <laughs> I mean, now it does because you've been calling them Celtics for fucking ever. Ever, so yeah. they're, so they're the Celtics. So when you, I mean, if you're a sports fan, I think you're more inclined to see Celtic as Celtic mm-hmm. because you've been seeing it and saying it one way. It's it's our fucking language. I don't know, but anyway, this I is mean, an article. It's very fucked up. So this is by CNN. So you know it's gonna be a fucking doozy. CNN writer John Blake accused white people of wearing digital blackface. I, I saw this this morning. Digital blackface. People are like, what the fuck is digital blackface? You would think it'd be like a filter on Instagram or some shit that would piss people off. <clears throat> so you're accused of wearing digital blackface. If you share memes or, or gifs, or gifs if you're feeling freaky today, featuring black people and expressions in order to convey comic relief or express emotions. So if you see that meme of... Uh, that girl from what the hell was that like Housewives show or whatever? She has this one really good one where where like she puts her finger up, and you see it used all the time. I'm sure you've seen it, people on the internet. It's it's all over Twitter. People use this fucking meme. They're 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 uh, you know digitally blackface. What but, the fuck is digital blackface? I still don't on. understand it. Does it work both ways? Of course not. It never does. It so never I can't does. use those. But and but and they can they use... can use yours. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's not. That's not okay. It's just, you can't say one thing, yeah. and then that's it, fuck off. Mm-hmm. People. I, I, so referring I to the most. Make yeah, up. I don't get it. But referring to the most popular memes and, and, and gifs as radicalized reactions, Blake argued that black people get a pass for using them, but when white people did so, they had inadvertently perpetuated one of the most insidious forms of contemporary racism. Oh fucking hell! Blake went on to quote a 2017. Teen Vogue article written by Lauren Michelle Jackson, in which she argued that people often cherry-picked gifts that featured black people when attempting to express extreme emotions. Uh, you know, I see that Kim Kardashian one. That's my personal favorite gif, where she's like in the bushes and creeps out with that funny-looking smile on her face. I've seen a lot of people use that. Does that mean... Uh, Does that mean yellow people are the only <laughs> ones that can use the Homer Simpson going back into the bushes one that people do? I don't know. Are only the real Spider-Man can use the one where they're pointing at Spider-Man? Or, like, only cartoons can use cartoon themes? What I, the fuck? How ridiculous. Because it's extreme emotion. How ridiculous is this? How ridiculous. That's why, we, that's why it shouldn't be used, because they're showing extreme emotion. Well, I don't understand this, so let's let them explain it here. So, while reaction GIFs are, can and do 
Every feeling under the sun, white and non-black users seem to especially prefer gifts with black people when it comes to admitting their most exaggerated emotions, Jackson wrote. Extreme joy, annoyance, anger, and occasions for drama and gossip are a magnet for images of black people, especially black femmes. Blake went on to explain later in the article to refer to digital blackface as a modern-day repackaging of menstrual shows, a.k.a. drag queen shows, because that's what a menstrual show is nowadays, drag queens. At least that's my personal opinion. But when Blake's article made the rounds on Twitter on Sunday, critics said he field day with the idea. Radio host Clay Travis tied the concept to the transgender movement, tweeting, I'd love to hear an explanation of how posting a gif or meme of a black person online is digital blackface, but a man dressing up like a woman in real life is heroic. Please explain this shit to me. And that was the mic drop moment of the article right there, because it's exactly true. And this is my point to this whole thing. This whole article is nonsense, and people should not be getting worked up over this. But they will, because they follow everything CNN says, because it's their cult leaders telling them what the next page of the religious book that they take into their doctrine. It's nonsense. It's It's so stupid. Is it stupid, or is it smart if you want to divide the country? It's fucking very smart if you want to divide the country. annoying. Like, shut the fuck up. Now, the people that are behind these articles, the people writing these articles, the people that are telling the people that write these articles to write them are all old white people. And they're the ones making the rules and telling their followers that the other side is offended. They're speaking for for all black people with this digital blackface shit. And it's coming from the top. It's all old white people who want to create this illusion that blacks hate everything that whites do and want them dead. Well, I'm sure that's nothing but further from the truth. It's it, it's basically them just making one side hate the other with shit like this. Because what is it? It's just more pandering. That's all it is. It's more pandering. It's more fucking favorite class bullshit, protected class bullshit. They're, they're fucking forcing the LGBT crap in your face. This kind of crap, articles like this, they're throwing in your face. It's just a hate tactic. That's all it is. They want this kind of division, and stuff like this is going to give it to them. Because you see the, the comments under these kind of tweets and articles... Very, very bad. It's, it's not people saying what I'm saying, like, hey, this is just a fucking ploy to pit everyone against each other. They're actually getting involved with this shit. And there are all these fucking people, and that's what, and that's the reaction that people at the top want. The people telling you that this is digital blackface are secretly, yes, it's working. Yes, yes, it's working. Because they're reading these comments. They got their bots instigating these comments, riling people up and creating a fucking race war as they're, they're plotting... World War Three, taking the banks down and fucking people over. This whole thing ain't good, is what I'm saying. And uh, I, I just wish people wouldn't fall for it as easily as they have, because they fall into this trap. And you can see it. It's it's really fucking sad. So make sure you 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 stop using these fucking memes and gifts, people, because you're gonna be called fuck a radical you. racist. I'm no, using fuck it. All sorts of fucking gifts. Anyone I fucking yeah. want. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. Fuck these people. Seriously, fuck these people. Because the only people you're pissing off. Are, are like the upper class white elite billionaires who are stirring the pot. They're the ones that I like, and it's, it's not like they hate themselves. I think I, I think they hate the people they're claiming to protect. That's what this is all about. They're pretending to love black people and LGBT. They don't give a fuck about either either of them. And 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 I think that this is their way of of kind of pushing them out or just exploiting them or creating hatred. I don't know. It's it, it's too fucking stupid. And people are falling for it way too fucking easily. And you got you just got to ask why. Why is there so much division? These fucking scumbags ran on the promise of uniting America. And they've done everything but. I mean, they've tried their hardest to destroy this country. And it's succeeding. It really is. And just, and just a quick side note. There was also a lot of tweets about Putin. 
being the fucking good guy, I've been seeing more and more of that popping up. Because over in the Ukraine, they're arresting like fucking like Christianity and shit. Like like if you're trying to worship Christianity, you're getting arrested. You're getting thrown in the fucking gulag over there. But they got a war in religion. Same thing here. That's why COVID fucking works so well for them because they can shut the churches down and shit. They they want people faithless and hopeless because they're easier to control that way and it's really fucked up. So they're trying to say because there's a lot of people out there that are looking at Putin as a fucking hero because he is trying to keep that world elite shit out of there. And the elites are attacking Russia in their words. These aren't my words. I'm, I'm just reporting what the fuck I see online. And that's a contingency you're starting to see with some of these people. So for those fucking people out there that, you know, use weird terms, I mean, this is like a Vladimir Putin face turn. He's turning face <coughs> online. People are starting to really get behind them. It's an organic push for uh, Vladimir Putin. So really weird stuff. I just want the motherfucker to, if, if he's going to drop a new, can you drop it on my house? That's all. Excuse the fuck out of me. While you guys are visiting your father. Oh, the, it, right down the street. You and the, kid, you and the kids are there. Just drop it on top of me. <laughs> just a nuke that wouldn't take out everything. Just me. God. I'd be happy. The world's the world's ready to go. At least it should be. At this point, I mean, there's there's no fucking hope. We got people falling for dumb shit. Digital blackface. Maybe we deserve to lose everything if we're fighting over this. I mean, we started the show talking about... Someone stealing $800 worth of shit from a Nordstrom when people are, are, are trying to steal bread in third world countries and get their hands cut off for it. We're going to get to that point. We're destroying everything that could have been so great and easy if we were just weren't so fucking stupid and privileged. We're destroying everything, man. Like we could have, we could have had a really good life if people weren't so fucking stupid. They created COVID to give us something to fucking fight about and have, and have catastrophe. If you hadn't realized that's what they want. One thing after the COVID ended, now Marburg, all monkey pox. They never want this shit to end. It's one thing after another. Fucking assholes. The war. It's a constant state of hysteria and fear. That's all they fucking live off. They're like Freddy Krueger. They get stronger with fear. They're fucking scumbags. We need to take it away from them. I got my one rant out of the way. You good? Well, that was my last topic. There's one more to go. I have two more. No, you go ahead. I'm saving this one for the end. Fuck, dude. No, you go ahead. I'm I'm saving one for the end. And this is the one I've been waiting for. So you go ahead. A 47-year-old... Wait, so there's another rant coming? No, it's not a rant. It might it's, it might be coming, but not for me. Great. <laughs> 47-year-old man was left in extreme pain and needed surgery after he inserted a water glass into his rectum. So I have come to the conclusion that... Men are stupid. Listen, no, no. We've been doing the show for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's time that we start doing some research. No. On some of these topics. No. Because, you know, I need to know Mm-mm. how a glass fucking cup can get the fuck up there Mm-mm-mm. and not come out. And I think we should experiment and report back on Wednesday well, if you're gonna be how the one, you feel. If you're the one that tries no. it, no. <laughs> I'll I, film it. I, I have a steadier hand. I don't shake hold the <laughs> camera. You go ahead and do it. Fuck that. We can come back here oh. and just report honestly, like what happened to you. That's disgusting, man. <laughs> Did it feel good, dude? I just now there was a video online oh. on one of those like weird ass like scat websites, and I remember I was in high school, and one of my friends showed it to me. He was into the weirdest shit, and we were over at his house, and he's like, "You gotta check this video out." And it was this dude. All you see is like a bottle just sitting there, and this dude. They're like, what? The, I'm like, why am I looking at a bottle on some dude's kitchen floor? And why is there a camera on it? 
The guy shows up, he's butt naked, he sits on the fucking thing, and he gets halfway down and the bottle shatters inside of him and nothing but glass and blood poured out. I will never forget that scenario. Why the fuck would you do that? They make shit for that. If you're a nasty fucking guy, or if you're just a person who likes anal sex, that's fucking, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you like and you're doing it behind closed doors not talking to little kids about it like these fucking groomer, transgender, extremist fucking nasty motherfuckers do all the time, that's okay. Do it behind closed doors. You do what you want, but they they make toys, different shapes and sizes, colors, fucking species, all sorts of. You can species. you can get a dragon dildo, fucking eighteen feet long, and shove it up your ass all day long. That won't do this to you. Why? Why? Well, the Nepalese, hopefully I said that right. Nepalese man arrived at the emergency department, admitting the object had been inside him for three days. <laughs> Like how you have to be in so much pain that you're just like you have no other choice but to go to a doctor. And at some point, you're gonna die. It's obstructing your bowels from passing what you should be passing out of there. Uh, initially, the man said it had happened by accident before revealing he had inserted the glass himself for sexual gratification while intoxicated. Because that's a great idea to do while you're drunk. Uh, the man hadn't had a bowel movement in two days, but was able to pass wind, and he had no bleeding. Those farts must have sounded <laughs> hollow as shit. <laughs> he had no bleeding, but was in a lot of pain. The man said he had tried to remove the glass himself, but failed. Mm. After an x-ray was done, and seriously, I see these x-rays, because I bring these stupid stories multiple times during the year. <laughs> these x-rays, I don't understand how you could get it that far the fuck up. It's it, you could see it in his ad, like in his stomach. How the fuck did it get all the way the hell up there? What did you do? The doctor's like, at least he's got good taste. That's a 1974 Chardonnay in there. I'll never understand it. So medical staff then performed an exploratory uh, laparotomy, whatever they performed. Yeah, at least I'm the only one that can't speak today. Uh, which is a surgery to open the abdomen. At that point, they attempted to move the glass by milking or squeezing the lower intestine. Oh, he was loving that, man. He did this shit on purpose. <laughs> he was doing this shit on purpose because that's the only way we can get another guy to touch him. Uh, milking was attempting uh, attempted to deliver the glass through the anus, but this was unsuccessful as the glass was high up, inverted, and tightly wedged. Oh, my God. So... They had to perform another uh, procedure in order to get it extracted. I just, I just, I don't know. He remained in the hospital for seven days recovering from the incident. And two months later, at a follow-up appointment, doctors said he was well and had fully recovered. So anyone out there who has a thermos, a coffee mug, a beer bottle stuck up your ass, you'll be okay. Just go to the emergency room. You'll be okay. Just use a butt plug like normal people do. I don't understand. Why these objects? Know. You can't get something. You can't get something online that's in the shape of an up that's safe. I, you know what? People do dumb shit when they're horny, men especially. And I'm just thinking this guy was just like, oh, this this tiny toy's not enough. I'm gonna try something better. And he's looking around his room. He probably already drank the bottle of champagne or wine, or whatever. And he's like, let me fucking do this. This really disgusting shit. I, I don't. Common symptoms are abdominal pain, constipation, and rectal bleeding. I like. What's the fucking point of this shit, man? Like you, I don't know. I just wanted to give everyone like a, just, a heads up, and I do think that we need to experiment and let me man, t- let me do it to you because you're a man. Do you get gratification out of it? I was gonna flip the story and say there's no excuse for women to bitch about anal anymore. There's no excuses. This guy put a fucking <laughs> bottle up there. Maybe men are better than women. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why they're becoming them now, because they can take it. I don't I don't know. I'm just all kidding aside. This is disgusting. All right. Well, I have one more before you get into whatever the fuck you got. This, is, this, is, this isn't my doing. You go ahead. All right. If at first you don't succeed, submit it to the Museum of Failure, a brand new gallery dedicated to retail objects that have bombed commercially, uh, opened earlier this month in Brooklyn's Industry City Complex. I would love to go to something like this. I think this is so cool. Yeah. So the Museum of Failure collects failed products and services from around the world. Museum according of Failure. It should be Joe Biden's accomplishments. According to its website, offering what is called fascinating learning experience into failed innovation. Every item provides a unique insight into the risky business of innovation, continues the site. The museum aims to stimulate productive discussion about failure and inspire us to take meaningful risks. The Museum of Failure showcases more than 159 retail items that didn't quite take off, including the infamous Google Glass. Mm-hmm. No idea what the hell that was. And the ill-fated DeLorean car, which was made famous by the Back to the Future franchise. <clears throat> so you can see the car there. Other items that made the museum's not-so-hallowed halls include 1985's Coke 2, also known as New Coke, uh, and revisited in season three of the mid '80s nostalgic Netflix series Stranger Things, as well as 2003 Nokia N-Gage smartphone, which, despite its failure in the U.S., helped jumpstart Finland's mobile gaming industry. Mm. Also in the sideshow of Shane, Bic for her pens, which were released in 2011, and whose only difference from other writing instruments. Was they were sparkly and bright colors, and let me fucking tell you something. I love those pens. The pen bitches after you. you your cursor's not nice enough. You got to redo it. I would use them at work, like because if your pen ran out of ink or whatever, you were able to. You had to write it off, but you mm-hmm. were able to go pick out pens. I used to get so excited to go pick out pens in the stupid stationery aisle, and I would pick these pens. Every fucking time. I have a certain pen that I like, too. <sighs> and I stole them from my daughter. I don't know what the hell the pen was, but she got them one year for Christmas. For and I yeah. took and, and I took two of them because I love them. Um, also, Heinz Easy Squirt Ketchup failed after parents reportedly realized they added more chemicals and processing to other processed foods. Yeah. They were also blue and purple, so that could be why. That's disgusting. The Nintendo Power Glove. Mm-hmm. Developed in 1989. I don't remember that. I did not have this. I, the only thing I remember about that was a scene in Nightmare on Elm Street where it's like, well, Freddy, he's, he's, he's fucking with that kid. He was wearing one. He's like, here's playing with power. And he fucking hit the button. Wow. That was pretty cool. Uh, apparently that failed after it was deemed too difficult to use. And Crystal Pepsi had a brief shelf life, as well as a couple reappearances until consumers complained it tastes too much like its normal counterpart. Tickets for the exhibit uh, set to run through May, with a possible extension going on until June, are available for purchase on the museum's website. I would love to go to this thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. You probably see some really cool stuff in there. I, I yeah, the the Virtual Boy, the Nintendo Virtual Boy, would be there. I'm sure. Like, I just think that would be awesome. Why can't they? Mm-hmm. It needs to travel the fuck down here. I would love to go mm-hmm. and see something like that. That would be cool. Do you have any old obscure stuff, like any old toys that you used to have or anything that would uh, no. be in this museum? No. That would be in that museum? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I was trying to think of anything that... I, maybe the Sega CD. That was a shitty system. Remember Sega CD? It was like it was like this add-on that you get, but the Sega, you have to like smash it on in there. You have to like connect it somehow. 
And then it would come with like a, a really crappy game, but it would have very grainy, like fucking cell phone footage from a flip phone video style. And it was like Scotty Pippen's basketball. And it was, they, these games were fucking impossible to beat because the controllers never worked. That yeah, would be I in there. Think, I don't think we had anything. I think everything we had as kids came back. Yeah. Like fucking Care Bears, Strawberry Shortcake, and shit. Like the, all that shit came back out mm-hmm. of nowhere. I don't. I don't think any of it failed. All right, so let's get to the last topic here of the day, and this one was not by me. And I just want to preface this because I know a lot of you guys out there love cats, and a lot of you guys out who there. Who do I gotta get pissed off at? Who sent it in? A lot of the people out there listening love the Sherry segment. <laughs> Something's going to have to go after this one, is all I'm going to say. There's going to be some drama, and I think this might tear apart your friendship. Because Sherry wanted me to let you know that there's a woman facing multiple charges after 41 dead cats are found at her property. This hurts, doesn't it? 41 dead fucking cats. You look so sad right now. That's fucking awful. Like that's even I'm sad. Even I'm sad. I don't like cats, but fucking forty. Let's find out why she did this. Like maybe there's a good reason. It doesn't even matter that it was cats. It's just you had forty-one dead animals in there. Like that's 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 sick and that's sad. That's awful. It's a very sad one. So let's hear what happened here. So authorities in West Virginia say a woman is facing multiple charges as a result of an animal cruelty investigation. So Randolph County deputies said they were called on Monday to investigate an animal cruelty complaint at the property. Deputies said they discovered the home had no electricity when they arrived, while all the windows and doors were closed, along with the property having an overwhelming odor of urine. Of course. It's like a toxic pest, man. Their shit's toxic. Their piss is toxic. WDTV reports that deputies found many cats and kittens at the home. Oh, God. They also heard barking sounds from a neighboring home that had similar conditions. At least they kept them separate, right? So what was this? Just a shitty neighborhood? You would think the same person owned both homes. Or... Oh, God. Both homes were deplorable and unlivable, of course. The deputy said piles of piles and piles of feces were found with urine at the homes. Conditions were so severe that hazmat teams were called and responders had to use respirators to be able to enter. According to the county deputies, a total of 11 dogs, 40 living cats, and 41 dead cats were found at the property. The animals seen alive were described by authorities as being extremely sick and in desperate need of medical care. Donna Marie Thompson and her families are the owners of the homes. Authorities said Thompson has been charged with 92 counts of animal cruelty. Can't you just claim negligence? Be like, we'll be on the homes, but we just have them there. We, we don't check on them. Animals just might have gotten in. Because cats will do that. I mean, if they find, find a place, it's their okay, home. Okay, but 90 cats aren't going to just show up in there. Cats like the fuck. 90? They like the fuck. Seriously, they, they fuck and they multiply. Cats, I don't know. Cats yeah. are probably the cockroach. And, and I'm not trying to be funny because I don't, I mean, I, I, I say I hate cats a lot on the show. I don't hate them. I mean, I told a story about taking them in because I couldn't say no to abandoning them. And then we've taken in a, a stray cat before that was left by their own, by their old owner. Remember that one? But cats are like the cockroaches of the fucking animal species. They they are. They all they do is they fuck and they multiply. That's it. You can't you, you can't keep them together. They fight and they just destroy everything and, and they fuck and multiply. You have to you have to keep them in check. They're like a cockroach issue in, in, in a home. You have to stop it. You gotta you gotta fix them. You gotta kill them and shit. Or well, not kill the cats, but kill the cockroach. Or yeah, before they multiply. Same thing with cats. You gotta get them fixed before they spay and neuter. You know, before they start fucking multiplying. The, the 92 counts, I, I don't think these people are going to, I don't think they're going to get in any trouble because like, that's like no, owning a home. No, they should. 
That, that's that, that's cruel, man. But like, let's say if you own the home and you have a summer home in Florida. Oh please, they have all these like animals. They don't have no fucking summer home. I don't these know. are these are scumbags. You think so? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think here. These the are fuck pieces the of shit. This. They yeah, they need mm-hmm. to go down. Now the dogs are one thing because dogs aren't like that. Dogs aren't just gonna live in an abandoned home. They dogs need to be out hunting and shit. Cats can be okay. They can get in and out pretty easily. Dogs are stupid. They sit by a door. Like when this door doesn't open, cats will be like, "All right, this is how I got in. I'm gonna go back out that way." And they probably just took that home and lived there. And cats were just moving in and fucking and making more cats. And be like, hey, this is a pretty good place to live. There's shit all over the place, literally. I don't know. It is disgusting, though. It's fucking sad. And Sherry wanted me to let you know that one. <laughs> Thanks, Sherry. For I'm this. scarred for life now. That's awful. I love it. I love it. But she did sin in that fucking great movie, so Sherry can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm. That fucking amazing Western movie. So you two have a lot to talk about. Yeah, are, are your we, titties we, tingling? Yeah, we need to have a talk because that, that are you gonna rip your nips off? Are you going to rip your nips off so you guys can't uh, you know, do the communication thing you do? You sync up your, your whatever the fuck goes on in there? As soon as we're done with this, I'm getting around the walkie-talkie. Oh, my. You are going to. This is going to be. You know, we should keep the. I'm the, fucking depressed, man. We should keep the mics going. You've got tears welling up. And I think a lot of people are going to be crying. But that's you know awful. what? That's awful. And that's how you wanted to end the show with that freaking shit? Of course not. I'm not an asshole. Oh. <laughs> oh, yo, yo. Oh, yo, yo. Ooh, yo, yo. <laughs> That was a hell of a fucking crash landing right there, too. That was a good one. So Sherry did sit in that fucking great movie, I was wanting to say. That movie was great. You guys need to clean your palates <laughs> if you're mad about the cat story. Listen to the beginning part where, where we were talking about the movie The Valley of Violence. And go check that out. Sherry wanted me to let you guys know that was a great movie. Wait, she wanted me to let you know something else. She said, go fuck yourself, bitch. Oh, God. I'm joking. All right, so let's get to the asshole story here. I was just trying to figure out here why the hell you love this segment so much. Because I watched so many good movies, I did have some time to reflect, and I was trying to figure out why. Because it's the last fucking one, and I can finally go back to my couch where I'm safe. Safe and sound. And I can watch good shit on TV. I understand. So this person wants to know. And this is a short and sweet one for you. Am I the asshole for telling my sister that her baby isn't the only one that matters? <laughs> I want you guys to, you know, just kind of deep dive and think about that for a second while I tell you about our friends over at Binoid.com, ladies and gentlemen, makers of the finest THC product on the market. I've been flying high my entire weekend. I'm flying high during the show, if you couldn't tell. And it's because of these guys here. They make the greatest, greatest uh, fucking everything, basically, that contains THC. They're your number one source for the newest, uh, <laughs> I'm fucking baked right now, cannabinoids. Welcome to the future of hemp wellness. Hashtag live more naturally is the hashtag on Twitter. They have the finest tinctures, cartridges, dabs, disposables, gummies, wax, and dabs, and all the other things I don't know about. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. They also have the Fruity Pebbles Rice Krispie Treats and uh, all sorts of different brownies and other ways you can get this beautiful THC product inside your body. Makes me feel great. And you can now save 10% when you go to Binoid.com. B-I-N-O-I-D. Yeah, I'm feeling good today, man. B-I-N-O-I-D.com. Using our code NERD to save 10% and free shipping. How the fuck are you going to get free shipping on this stuff? They're already giving you 10% off with our code NERD. Now you get free shipping. It's amazing, and you can get the best stuff on the market. I love it. It made me a better person. And seriously, it, it has turned my life around. It made me much better off than I've ever been before. Oh, and that just knocked me back. I need some more pills to get through this shit. 
And I'm, and I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I am suffering a little bit through depression. It's starting to come back. I'm due for it. Like, you girls have your time of the month. I have my time of the year where it's like every four, five months or so I get into it. and it, Dude, it's been a month. Unfortunately, rides me through. And, uh, well, you think it's been a month since it kicked in? It's been like a month and a half. A month and a half, you think yeah. it's been? I feel like it's been so, more like two weeks. Let's move on. So, <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying to say is this stuff makes it a lot easier because it, it, it could be a lot darker. Without buying the way, my life would be darker. So, go to buy the way and check it out. All right. So, what do you think so far about that title of the asshole story? I forgot it already. Am I the asshole for telling my sister that her baby isn't the only one that matters? Mm. Have you dealt with people like this in your life where it's like their baby's the center of everyone's universe and not just theirs? Like, like it has to be the center of every conversation? No. Mm. Not, not really. And no one had babies at the same time as me. I was never, like, like I don't know. Hmm. All right, so this person. Ooh. I'm a 32-year-old male. What a fucking plot twist at the beginning. I'm expecting my second child of my 30-year-old wife. I really thought this was going to be from the, from the woman's perspective, obviously. Okay. My wife is 14 weeks pregnant. We are really excited. My sister, who's 25, and her wife, 27, so we're getting one of these fucking progressive stories are also pregnant with their first child. Oh, oh boy. God. Okay. Here we go. My sister and her wife did in vitro, and my sister's 38 weeks pregnant. I'm very happy for them, and I think they will make great parents. Okay. So the other day, we all meet up to see our grandparents. They live out of state and don't visit a lot, so when we do, we always set aside time to see them all together. My grandparents were talking about how excited they were to see my sister and her wife become mothers, and they couldn't wait to have their first great-granddaughter. They continued to talk about my sister's baby and didn't even acknowledge my wife's pregnancy. I could tell it was hurting my wife, so I tried to start a conversation to include her, but it always went back to my sister and my sister-in-law's baby. Let's take a quick pause there. Why, why do you think that is? Because the one's only 14 weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still the beginning. Mm-hmm. I know it's 14 weeks, but that's still the fucking beginning, man. The other one's 38 weeks, about to pop. Yeah. They're getting excited for the one that's about to come. Okay. There's, a, there's, that's a huge difference. There, that's a huge difference. Mm. And this baby's gonna come out, and then the other one's gonna start getting further along in the pregnancy, and it'll freaking, it'll flop right back. Like, just, just stop being so fucking sensitive, people. Like, your sister is thirty-eight weeks pregnant, man. She's yeah. about to fucking pop at any fucking moment. They're excited. This is the one they're talking about because it's about to be time. Right, we will get see, to your wife. I don't know. Oh my god, this is this is so stupid. People stop being so goddamn sensitive about every little fucking thing. I think that's why people listen because we god. have two completely different outlooks on everything and my outlook is completely different than yours and people that know me or of they are like listen for a long time probably know what I'm going to well, say I next. Well, I might change it. You didn't say what the hell they said after he tried to start a conversation well, about her. Well, I so. like to stop at mid- midway to get our, our midway <laughs> points and see if it changes at well, the end. Well, right now, I'm I'm yeah. not on his side at all. Me neither. But the reason why I feel like the grandparents are showing more attention to the lesbians, baby, is because they feel like they have to because it's the it's it's the in thing to do now. You have to okay, celebrate no, them more than see, no. like that's why I think I really do. They're grandparents. I don't think that at all. They're older. When you look at the older generation, the way that people have you programmed to think is that they're the stubborn ones that are reluctant to change because they're old. Maybe they're overcompensating here. Like, oh, the two lesbians are having a baby. Oh my god. Oh no, my god. Oh my I god. Think this is so great. Too much into it. This is literally yeah. because she's thirty-eight weeks and she's about to pop and have this damn baby, and they're excited. All right, so we'll see who's right and who's wrong here, or maybe they won't even let us know. So I even tried talking about the gender reveal we were holding soon, but no one seemed to care. My wife got upset and walked out of the room. My sister asked me if everything was okay, and I told her that my wife was upset because she's feeling left out. 
My sister-in-law apologized and said that wasn't her intention. My mom tried to convince my wife to come back and sit down, but she refused being the drama bitch that she is. I added that last part. My oh, sister told... She's hormonal, so I'm, yeah. giving, I'm giving her a pass. I, <sighs> Sensitive, but hormonal. How would you have reacted if this was a situation that you were in when you were pregnant with one of our uh, darling little angels? I would understand, but see, I'm I'm different. Yeah, you don't. You I'm don't, a different you don't person. Give shit about the I don't attention. like attention on yeah. me, and I would un- I would think I would still think the same fucking way. And and this guy's a bitch, and I and I always have to ask, what's the problem with men? Like, why is this guy being a little baby about it? And his wife is being sensitive. She's uh, she's hormonal and pregnant, so yeah, I, I I can see her getting upset. Get that. I I, but, I get it because of the hormonal thing, and it's your special stupid. thing too. It's like, wait, what about my fucking baby? You know, like I can see a woman doing it, but this guy's just being a bitch about it. Maybe he's upset because his wife. And is, when I guess. they do the gender reveal, they'll all be talking about her. Yeah. When they do it, they're not doing it right now. So calm down. Just being a real bitch about this whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I would have thought it was weird if if like we were at your dad's house or whatever way back when, and your sister was there and was like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." Your dad's like, "Oh, I can't wait for this baby," and we're sitting there. Like I wouldn't say anything because I wouldn't care, but I would say something on the drive home. Be like, "That was fucking weird, don't you think?" Like I would say something to you. Like, yeah, yeah it was a little, little weird. Your dad was like, like didn't say anything to you. But I, I wouldn't cause a scene like this. Like, you wouldn't storm off into another room either. I, I, no. I could see us as being like, oh, like, like fake happy and then talking shit on the way home. My sister told me that my wife can't expect every conversation to be about her. And this isn't a competition. I told my sister that her baby isn't the only baby that matters and ours matters too. He's taking it out the wrong person. My grandma told me that she would be more happy to discuss both pregnancies, but it was too late. My wife wanted to leave, so that's what we did. I'm now being called an asshole by my parents for making a scene with my grandparents there. I feel like no one cares enough to see my wife and I side in this. Am I the asshole here? Yes. Easily. Yeah. You're just too sensitive, man. Yeah. You're just too sensitive. And he took it out the wrong person. He went about this all the fucking wrong way. Yeah. Completely the wrong way. This would have been easily fixed if he had just, like, I don't know, said something to someone quietly and just included the wife a little bit. That's it. Yeah. Instead, he he freaking was stupid. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Oh God, fuck sensitive people. Absolutely, man. absolutely. I'm sensitive, but I'm not sensitive with fucking yeah. stupid ass shit, man. I mean, you cried when your sister did something nice for you. You cried. I'm like, what I don't the like fuck? that because it makes me look like. I know. See, now we're going down that fucking road again, and I'm getting pissed off. You're getting pissed off. That's how sensitive you are. <gasps> she did something nice for because you. Because she did something nice without like don't. Fucking do that yeah, shit because I, I don't like it. I know, I know. We we hate when people I, do shit I, for I us. I don't like it. We do. We and now do. I'm pissed off again. So oh, thank boy. you. So so between Sherry and your sister, fuck everyone. I am the winner. <laughs> I am the winner here because I'm not the only pissed off one in this house. I'm the asshole. I need to fucking leave. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, all kidding aside, thank you, uh, Sherry, for sending those awesome stories and for that movie recommendation. And for everyone else that sends in stuff, too, be getting a lot more feedback on the show, which is great. A lot of people sending in stuff saying they like the the content and what we're talking about here. So definitely appreciate that kind of thing. And there's going to be plenty more to come at the Voices of Misery podcast. And I don't know where they can find us. Can you remind me? You can find us at (laughs) Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery podcast at gmail.com. All right, so I guess I'll be doing my... my Listen, me, 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 you me, 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 sang me. all day yesterday. I feel like singing something right now, as a matter of fact. Anybody out there want to hear me sing a song real quick? No, no. All right, well, maybe if we get some feedback, I'll sing something next time. Until then, we'll see you on Wednesday.